What's up, Winning Wealthers out there? It's Jeff and Brock. We're back here, Winning Wealth uh, podcast episode number seven. Today, we're going to be talking to you guys about networking and our framework for networking, how we approach networking. Uh, it's such a crucial thing when you're looking to grow yourself, grow your business. And um, we're actually holding an event, the Winning Wealth Commercial Real Estate Summit here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin on September 29th and 30th. Go over to winningwealth.co. You can implement some of the strategies that we're going to talk through in this episode today. Tune in. I hope you guys enjoy and we'll see you on the other side. All right. So today we're talking networking. Love it. Super important thing, right? We It's a topic we talk about often, so we want to make an episode about it. Um, I mean, I think in most businesses, especially real estate, your network is how you grow the business. You know, with, with us in real estate, it's super key to be growing this network of brokers, investors, you know, other potential partners. Lots of people need to be in your network in order to scale your business, right? So we're today we're really just going through strategies that we found helpful to grow our network and how it's translated in us growing our business. Yeah, they say, you know, your network is your net worth, right? So there's there's obviously correlations there to the amount of people that know you, know what you're trying to do, um, you know, to being able to help you and help make different connections for you to, to be able to, you know, further your dreams and goals. And so I think, uh, you know, having a framework behind how you think about networking and how you, you try to add more people to your, your sphere of influence and your, your network uh, is, is only a good thing. And, and there's right ways to do it and wrong ways to do it. And I would say <clears throat> the wrong way to do it, if we're starting from kind of like the, you know, thousand foot view and then narrowing in, but starting just at the top is the wrong way to do it is, is coming at it from, with a perspective of like me, 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 how can I get you to help me or do something Mm -hmm. for me? Right. Nobody really wants to just, I mean, people naturally are inclined to help other people, but if you, if you, if it's easy to see through that, this person's only coming to me because they have their hand out and they're trying to get me to help them. You're a lot less inclined to get someone to actually help you know, make a connection for you, help show you how to do something, right? I think when you think about networking from a, a thousand foot perspective is, you know, your first uh, inclination should be, hey, how can I add value to this person? How can I help them? How can I, to be interested or to be interesting, you have to be interested. And if you're interested in, you know, these people that, you know, you've identified um, or that are in the same networking groups and we'll get into some of that stuff as well, you know, if you're interested in their business and you, you build an actual relationship with them by, by asking them questions about what they're doing, you know, what's worked for them, uh, and then letting them know this is what you're working on and here's what you're trying so far and this is what's worked or what hasn't worked and here's maybe where you've, you know, run into some roadblocks. I think people are a lot more inclined at that point to actually sit down and, and try to help you out or set time out of their day or make connections for you uh, because you didn't come at it, uh, you know, just asking them right away, you know, me, 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 can you help me with this? Yeah. I think taking a step back, setting the framework for it. So how to build a solid network, right? I think it comes to me, it comes down to two things, becoming a great networker and putting yourself in the right rooms to build, to build that network. So let's, let's first go through some tips of like how to become a great networker. Uh, You mentioned like seeking to help other people first, right? At the end of the day, nobody really gives a shit about your goals, right? They want to, they want, they care more about their goals. 
So by being able to provide that value and really just focusing on them and how you can help that person, it comes back to you, right? So that's the, 100%. touched on that one. Um, so, and how can you provide value to someone, right? So let's, let's say for instance, you are going to this networking event, it's a free networking event, and you don't have, and let's, let's use real estate as examples of the business we're involved in. You don't have, you don't own any properties, like you're pretty new, you've read some books, listen to some podcasts, but you go to this event, how are you gonna provide value to someone that might own 50 units already? And you get into this conversation with that person, how are you providing value to that person? I would say no matter what, anybody can find ways to add value to somebody else's life, right? Like if it's as, as just, you know, offering to work for free, right? Offering to run some errands for them, offering to, you know, oversee a job for them, offering to, hey, I'll do whatever I can to help you. You know, if you have more time, you can you can offer some of your time and 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 just prove that you're a competent person, that you're willing to learn uh, and that, you know, you're not going to drop the ball for them. You're going to help you're going to help them with you know, something that they're looking for. Right. And, and the other thing I would say too, is <clears throat> not everybody wants to be networked with that much. Right. I mean, you might try to network with 10 people, right. Uh, you know, but not every one of them is going to, you're not going to gel with everybody. Right. But someone you are and someone, whether they have 50 units or 500 units or, you know, you know, you know, a couple duplexes, like you could still find a way to help some of these people out and in turn where they could turn around and help you as well. Yeah, I agree. I and mean, I think, you know, it could be as simple as introducing someone to someone, right? Like if they say, this is where I'm struggling, learning more, more about the business, ask, what do you have going on? What are you struggling with? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I'm struggling with finding a, someone to do my flooring right now, one of the properties. Can you make that connection, right? Oh, I know someone that does flooring. Let me introduce you to them. S- stuff as simple as that provides value to someone and that comes back to you, consistently providing value in whatever form, right? That it comes back to you and one day now they're, you know, you get to work with that person in one way or the other. And so back to what I was saying before, to be interesting, you've got to be interested. So you've got to be interested in what's making their business tick. That person with 50 units, what keeps him up at night? Is he looking to expand? Is he looking for capital partners? Is he looking for, you know, employees? Is he looking for, you know, new deals? Like there's something that that person's going to be looking for to achieve their goals. If you can ask enough questions and be genuinely interested, I think that is uh, the best way that you can you put yourself out there that you're, you know, find out what, what way you can add value to that, to that person. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think too, like one uh, thing I've learned is just when it comes to becoming a better networker, quality over quantity, right? Like a lot of people, myself, when I first started going to events, I was so more, so much more focused on like how many business cards can I collect? How many people can I talk to? Yeah. And if I could talk to 50 people, I felt more accomplished. Yeah. Whereas now I think it more, it makes more sense when you're going into these networking situations, focus more on talking to two to three people yeah. and spending more time with that person, really getting to know them, figure out ways you can work together. Because at the end of the day, you go home with 50 business cards and you had 50, you know, two minute conversations. Meaningless. There, yeah. You're not going to remember that. Like the, and on both For sides, sure. right? The other person's not going to remember you. You're not going to remember them. Whereas if you spent an hour talking to someone or really got to know them and, you know, set, set follow-up dates after that, that relationship usually translates to more business. 100%. I do think there's a little bit of a balance. I think uh, quality should be prioritized over quantity. But you, you go to some of these events and things like that, you want to you meet people. You want to you wanna find a way to make, you know, the most amount of connect, meaningful connections as possible. I, for one, I mean, we still do hand out business cards and stuff, but I, for one, do try to connect with people. Like, I just pull out my phone and try to catch them on LinkedIn or something like that. Brock's 
walking away over here mid mid pod, but it's all good. But you 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 know you you get them on LinkedIn, right? Now you're connected with them, you know, or and and hopefully you can get their you know um, some of their contact info. If you can get their cell phone or email, that's great. If not, it's easy enough to just it's easy just as easy to get them on LinkedIn as it is to to hand over a business card. You get them there. It's it's electronic. It's digital. It's easy. You know, you could send them a message and figure out a time to to get get together. That's what I try to do. I mean, business cards are you know, I mean they they work, but I I don't always have them with me. Yeah, yeah. I think business cards are a little I mean, nowadays. It's social media more, yeah. right? Like LinkedIn, you know, Instagram, whatever the platform is. Generally, yeah. It's the kids are that. saying, get them on IG. Yeah. Get them on IG right you, away. You kind of see their life yeah. more. You're more interactive with what's going yeah. on compared to business cards. Like most people. Just throw them away or you know end up buried in a crm somewhere yeah um so let's talk about like there's there's two different type of people right generally extroverted introverted you could use those words and i would say it's a good example here you're, you're i'd say you're more an extroverted person i'm more introverted yeah and i'm looking back at, at me right being more introverted i remember the first time i started going to networking events when i was just getting started in real estate read a couple books you know listen to some podcasts and i'm going into these rooms and like felt like everyone else in the room had already done a deal or you know, more experienced than me. And I was just nervous, right? Like I haven't done anything mm -hmm. yet. How do I have these conversations with people when they're so much further along than me? I remember just, you know, really having to like get out of my shell to actually go up and talk to this yeah. person that, you know, own, own three units, right? Yeah. It was like such a daunting thing. Like this person's already investing in real estate. So like any tips first off for the person that's, because I think with the extroverted person naturally goes into those environments better, right? They'll just start talking and feeling comfortable. But for the person that's not as like that, what do you, any th well, thoughts? Yeah, my, my thoughts would be any, first of all, I think the, the best way to think about it for someone that's very introverted or for anyone in general is networking's uh, not super easy or natural for anyone. Even someone like me that, that is more extroverted it does, it's not like I can just walk into any networking event and just be like, oh my God, I'm meant to be here. Like this is, it just feels so natural and it's, it's awesome. Like that's not the case. Everybody walking up to strangers has a little bit of a um, uncomfortability around that. So, it, it, so you got to understand that everybody else is feeling the same way you're feeling, you know? And then you also got to, you got to understand that everybody puts, you know, their pants on one leg at a time too. And like, whatever, whether you're older or younger, you know, whether you've accomplished a lot in business or not, like where you are right now is, is, is not, um, indicative of where you're going to be in the future if you're putting the right actions forward. So you got to kind of, um, you know, get comfortable being uncomfortable. You got to understand that everybody else feels that way too. And, um, and you got to push through and that, that's, that's what I would say. And then, and then seek to add value. And, mm -hmm. and if you do those things, you, you'll be fine. How, how did you kind of get over it? Like, what was your, as you look back? I mean, I, th I think I started, um, I consistently went to the same networking event. There was, I, I got lucky. There was one like three blocks away from where I live. And there was this group in Kenosha, Wisconsin that was yeah. meeting, you know, every couple of weeks or so. So after I started like actually getting to know all these people and I became less, yeah. less nervous because then I was kind of like a regular there and like, yeah. felt more like I was part of that group. Yeah. So I think that's a great thing too, is like uh, going to any networking event is great, but like if you can consistently go to the same one and become friends with the host of the 100%. event, and then you just kind of walk in more comfortable. Hey, you know, they know, know you by first name. You're kind of more involved in that group. And then as you continue, I remember like with that group specifically, like, you know, not to sound 
braggadocious, right? But it was like I kind of started growing. <laughs> I don't know if that's a word, but what <laughs> word I can think of. But like, I started like I scaled pretty quickly, right? So yeah. I went from like being a complete newbie in the room to like all of a sudden, like six You're months later, I was like in the room. one of the biggest investors in the yeah. room. And all of a sudden, like the dynamic switch, and people were like, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah. what are you doing again? Um, so it's cool seeing that, like you know, the total experience it, there. That, that's a great point. I mean, if you can get connected with the people that are putting it on the hosts or what we did too, was start our own networking group. We started Wisconsin apartment investors. So, and that was a long time ago, you know, but, but when we did it, I don't know, it was, uh, it was probably five years ago or something like that. Yeah. When we did it, you know, it was like, you know, we, we were the, we were the hosts, right? So then people were trying to come get to know us, right? That took, I mean, if you start your own networking group, that's a great way to network. You, you, then sure. you market that group, get people to show up. You, you become sort of one of the authority figures in, in the room, uh, whether or not you, you have, you know, more experience than the other people that are even in the yep. room, but you usually will. So and that, and that transitions well into the second part of this, right? Like getting in the right networking rooms, like how do you find the right room to be in? And like, so I think to me, it, start to figure out what your goal is, right? If your goal is to buy a real a property or to start a business, right? Like you want to find a networking group that's tailored around that generally. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, find, finding the right group of people, right? If you're just starting out, you might, you might try to surround yourself more with like a, a beginner level group. Whereas if you already have accomplished a whole bunch, you might try to find your way into a room that's going to match more of where your experience is and where you're trying to go to. So let's go through like some tips of like figuring out what, the right room to be in is and how you get yourself into that room. Yeah. So, um, you know, once you identify your goals and, you know, kind of figure out where some of the people that have, you know, potentially like mentors, people that have, that have done what you are looking to do, figure out where they hang out. What do they like to do? Right. Is there, is there a particular restaurant that they go to, right. That they're really well known a country club. Uh, you know, there's different clubs within different business clubs within cities. There's different, um, you know, and, and there's clubs online, Facebook, bigger pockets, you know, LinkedIn has certain groups, right? So it's, it's trying to narrow down where these people hang out that have accomplished what you want to accomplish in business or life or whatever else, right? Um, what's important to them and, and then, and then showing up and, and hanging out there. Right. So I think, A great example is the country club that you're, so, you know, champ, the champ, again, we'll talk about it in, in, a, in another episode here soon, but practice won a, a big um, member guest event with our other partner, Adam. But so the champ here is, uh, you know, joined a country club and there's a lot of, uh, you know, high powered business people there that, that uh, they're doing a lot of awesome and unique stuff, own a lot of real estate, own a lot of businesses. And, you know, Brock's in the room with these guys. And he's, he's getting to know them. He's not, he's not, you know, asking them for anything, not capital, not, you know, whatever. Right. But, but we, you know, have met some folks through there that, you know, we can do deals with. And, you know, we've, we met our cost side guy through there and all sorts of other people, financial representatives, attorneys, and, you know, so on and so forth. And I think that's a great group to be in. I'm looking at other clubs similar to that uh, as well, because, and, that, and, they, and the, the club I'm looking at has, you know, has a business uh, networking group on a weekly basis, has a real estate networking group on a weekly basis. They have a wine club and a cigar club and a whiskey club. I probably got to not go to those as much and go to the other two more and the gym. But, uh, you know, those are also good ways to meet people in a relaxed setting. Yeah. And I would, expanding on that, I would say like, 
when you're first starting off in whatever business venture you're going into, right? Like it might not make sense for you to drop several thousands, tens of thousands of dollars to get into these rooms. So there's there's so many free rooms you can get in, local networking events, any place mm -hmm. you live in the middle of nowhere, like go on meetup.com and whatever you're trying to get involved in, there's a, there's a networking event. If there's not one, definitely start one, right? But so like starting off, you can go to these free events or you could find a, you know, a low cost event or an online forum or a, a low cost mastermind event, pay a couple hundred dollars. Like those are very easy, low barrier to entry rooms you can get in and, and, and work your way up in business. But then like you said, there comes an inflection point where you've accomplished a certain milestone in your business. And now these rooms could still be beneficial and maybe you spend some time in there, but you graduate into a, a better room, right? Like a, a higher class room. And that's when it comes to things like a country club, right? Or like yeah. going to an event and paying for that VIP ticket to sit in that room or go to that after party or after dinner. 100%. Um, so I think, you know, for us, like we've both experienced this, right? Like we, I started off again, free events, you know, spending a lot of time in these rooms that were free rooms. There might be a lot of newbies in there and you kind of just build those relationships. But now it's like when we go to an event, we're paying that higher ticket cost to, to sit in those better rooms and get access to those after parties. Um, the country club stuff, right? Like I pay over 10 grand a year to be involved there. And it's, I feel like I'm more than 10X that investment just through the deals we've done to there and the relationships we've yeah. built. So I think you don't need to like focus so much on like, how do I get in that room right away? Like work your way up to it, unless you're already at a point in your business where it's like, it makes sense to dive right into it. But that's kind of the, the processes I've experienced and seen a lot of times as you work your way into those higher rooms. A hundred percent. But as long as you're taking actions on a, on a, you know, daily or weekly basis to, to do the networking, uh, that you can at, at the level that you're at, right. To, to look around on meetup.com or on Facebook or bigger pockets or wherever. Right. And, and figure out where those events are and, and keep pushing yourself to going, uh, even if you don't want to, even if it's cold out, even if it's, you know, you're, you're busy as hell. You don't want to go spend time at night, right? Like do the things that you don't want to do now that are uncomfortable for you now. And then as your business grows, you can pay to be a part of even cooler things like country mm -hmm. clubs and things like that. And, uh, and just keep showing up and keep trying to add value to those people around you that are in the, in those groups. And, um, you'll be well on your way to networking. Yeah. One quick thing too I thought of um, is thinking of the word network, right? Is it's also can apply to your friend groups. Like who are, what's the saying? Like the five people you surround yourself yeah. with or for forget whatever the rest of it. You're is. the sum of the five people you that you're closest with. Yeah, so like just friend groups, right? Like personally, right? And I feel like a lot of people go through this as like friends you might've had several years ago or in high school or whatever, right? Like still friends of yours. Yeah. But as you continue to grow in life and your career, a lot of times those, those friend groups change, right? And like for me personally, like I try to surround myself and hang out with people consistently that are ahead of me or on a similar mindset. So we're, you know, the conversations we're having are beneficial, right? For growth and whatever it might be like personal life. Yeah health, um, health, wealth, happiness, right? Like a lot, a lot of those conversations with the group I'm hanging out with now, that's like our goals, right? A lot of the world, a lot yeah. of conversations had. Yeah, there's no doubt about it, right? I, I truly believe in that. You're the sum of the five, you know, people that you associate with most. Um, you know, if you, if you hang out with a bunch of people that are um, not really trying to improve their life, not really striving for any goals, you know, it's going to be really, really hard for you to be, um, to, to, you know, have a growth oriented mindset and to, to succeed at whatever goals that you're looking to do. But if you hang around 
five other people that are all high performers and they don't even need to be in the same like business or whatever, but they're just, mm -hmm. they're high performance, you know, uh, goal oriented, growth oriented people, uh, that are, that are figuring out how to succeed in their own, you know, way. Uh, you're going to be much, it's going to be much easier for you. You know, birds of a feather flock together and, uh, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats or something. There's all these quotes. We just dropped yeah. like four of them on, on, yeah, on them. Good. And, off uh, dome, I mean, right off the dome <laughs> and, uh, it's true though. So you want to, you want to get around the people that are also, uh, trying to do the same things and, and thinking about life the same way. And that's not to say to not be friends with the people that, you know, that you were really close with in certain times. I've got a huge, huge network of a lot of, a lot of great friends and, and brothers and people that are really, really close to me and, um, you know, but that I maybe don't talk to as often anymore, but I still, I still try to keep in touch yeah, with as many people yeah. as possible. It's not like a, oh my God, I got to get rid of, you know, these people because they don't have, they don't have some of the same goals that I have. Right. It's, it's not like that completely, but it's just monitoring who you spend the most amount of your time with yep. and, and 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 watching that closely because that is a that's and and you might have four really really solid people and then there might be a, four, a fifth one that's like man maybe i'm getting weighed down here i don't know it's right tough. so yeah, you got you got to think about that yeah. stuff yeah. um you, you know in a certain sense yeah all right well i think that's uh kind of wraps it up there so. that's a that's a wrap liquid death get out there and do some networking Thanks for listening to the episode. Today's episode, we talked about two things with networking. One is becoming a great networker. Number two is getting yourself in the right room. So for me, some, some takeaways on becoming a great networker, quality over quantity. Focus on building meaningful relationships instead of talking to as many people as you can when you go into a networking setting. And seek to help other people. Focus on them and how you can provide value to their business and life instead of solely focusing on yourself because it'll come back tenfold. Second was getting in the right rooms. When you're first starting off, you likely are going to be focusing more on, on the freer rooms, right? Like go to meetup.com, find local events, generally free events, go on the online forums, a lot of great resources you can use to get in those rooms with relatively no cost. But then as you get to a certain point in your business, you'll work your way into the more exclusive rooms, right? Where you could, you're paying money to get into these rooms and there's many different ways you can implement those to grow your business from there. On that topic, we're holding an event September 29th, September 30th in Milwaukee, Info can be found at winningwealth.co. That's winningwealth.co. And it's a big real estate summit we're holding. And with specifically tying back to getting in the room is we have two options. We have a general admission option where you can pay a couple hundred dollars, be involved with the big group, see the speakers. And then we also have a VIP component, which takes it a level further where you're gonna be in the room, but you also get to attend a VIP dinner, a VIP cocktails, get to meet the speakers, meet other people that are in that same point that you're in with your business. So figure out which ticket option makes sense for you, but we'd love to see you there. Thanks for listening.